Good morning and welcome Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. Welcome to Tuesday, and I'll tell you right now, I'm, I'm uncertain, I'm a little nervous. You know, yesterday, uh, I flew into town late Sunday, it was actually kind of nice, not too cold, uh, yesterday was a nice day. Today, it's colder, and, and you know there's this rain snow talk, and and I I don't like it, Jason. I'll tell you right now, I don't like it. Uh, but uh, this is crazy weather here because I think it's going to be like 80 degrees on Thursday. So you know who knows. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I, uh, in the building we had the uh, heat shut off. We were even for Colorado. This is late for for the cold rain and the snow stuff. But had to had to get the heat back on. It was it was chilly in here. Yeah, I was. It's not that bad, really. But I, I'm just like snow. I'm, I keep looking outside, going, well, I don't remember the last time I drove in snow. Um, yeah, it's been that long. So I because I you know I'm I'm not listen. I'm not the smartest guy in the world. But I'm not an idiot. Right? So I try not to come up here when I know there's but the potential to have snow on the ground. So you would think, okay, it's it's the twenty fourth of May. You thought I'd be safe. <laughs> well, the last couple of Mays we've had snow. I, I you know, as I used to be a pizza delivery driver and a process server driving all the time. Uh, I got used to driving in snow, but uh, usually in May there's no snow. And uh, April and May snow generally just melts. So if you, if we get snow, you'll be all right. But even you, you you don't like driving a wet streets probably a lot of yeah. Well, well, in Arizona when it rains, first of all we love it. We're one of the oh yeah rain, all right. But no one knows how to drive in it, including me. I I, I barely know how to drive when it's sunny outside. So uh, there you have it. There's the weather for you in case you were wondering. Sports after the break. Uh, but but uh, the Dow getting jackhammered down today. You know, I'm starting to look really smart about that stuff. I told you yesterday that this is a great selling opportunity. Uh, right now, anyway, and it's still early. The Dow's down 450. The Nasdaq's down 400. Gold continue. Well, let's face it. We, gold got way oversold. Everybody knew it. And, and it's just getting back to where it needs to be up again today. Uh, 1866, 1867. Uh, so, you know, gold now up about $75 from the low and continues to rally here. Uh, and again, today, well, why is it? Why, why was the Dow up 600 points yesterday? Because there was no economic data out, and they could all, you know, think about, oh well, maybe fingers crossed that, yeah, uh, inflation's magic. The the inflation fairy's gonna come and magically lower prices. Uh, Joe Biden's not gonna be so senile. I mean, uh, Jay Powell's gonna get it back. Well, none of those things. Uh, today, the economic data started. We had uh, the producers coming out today. Boy, was it ugly. Uh, and again, uh, the same thing. Less orders, higher prices. What do I keep telling you? New home sales was an absolute disaster. Now everybody said, "Hey, we're gonna it's gonna go down," but come on, it's still it was. And this was an April number. You know, people 
people are out there buying in April. I mean, that's how it works. April and May are great months. So they said, well, it's just going to be down a little bit, just a little bit. You know, I, I, again, I don't know who these economists are, right? Maybe maybe they're just, just too busy getting ready to go to the Hamptons to understand what's ha- actually happening. So they're thinking down 1.6%. How about 16 Point six percent, just a just a collapse. Uh, and this was new home sales. Here was the thing, and remember last week. And I know, oh, Joe, you're just talking crazy talk. Remember when I told you last week the home builders were talking layoffs, but you're like, well, I didn't see that on Jim Cramer's show. Maria Bonarama didn't say that. Yeah, I did. Almost a ten month supply now of new homes. So seemingly we went from no new homes at all to new homes everywhere. And and here's the thing, the only ones actually selling, kind of contrary, but it makes a lot of sense, the expensive ones. That's it. The people that have money. You know what's not selling? The four hundred, the five hundred, the six hundred thousand dollar homes. It's the million dollar plus homes that are doing the selling. So, uh, really disturbing economic numbers on the retail site. Snap. It's one of those fancy credit card apps. A lot of like, like food trucks. And if you're mobile, if you're mobile out there in this economy, Snap's one of those. That, it's great technology. You can take credit cards with it, like right on your phone. Right, you just plug your your thing yeah. in, a little adapter in there, and you can swipe credit card. It's fantastic, great. Uh, that sucks down forty. You'll be forty percent today after uh, their earnings abomination. And, and Jason, uh, the rece- the the people now they're starting to talk recession. Of course, listen, it's going to be much worse than that. And I hope people are going to get ready for it. I really do. Because it's coming. It's here. I've seen a couple guys uh, really <laughs> really in the gloom and doom saying this is what we hit, we're heading into could be worse than a depression. I, what, what is that? Is there a word for that? I, I don't know. I, maybe we should make one up. <laughs> I'm not smart enough. The, we'll get the, the, the Sothoris out, and, and let's just see if we can find a word. We'll get the dictionary out. Heck, we'll even dust off in an encyclopedia and come up with a word worse than depression. <laughs> Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Yeah, you might need a new financial advisor before this is all said and done. If you need a guy to help you out, call my son, 602-909-9048. I know this. I'm sleeping real good at night. Real good. Uh, as the blood but Jason was just, here's the sad part. Jason had the calculator out. He's doing the math. Uh, you know, the NASDAQ, I'm like, got down 400 points. The NASDAQ's down 30%. From January 3rd. This year. That's not even five months. This, and again, uh, the Dow, the best performer, and it's down, what, 16, 17%. Uh, but they got a lot of, uh, more ways to go. Abercrombie and Fitch. That's the, the teen retailer. You know, and again, I don't understand. How these guys could have these stock prices so overpriced. You know, when I'm telling you, Snap falls 40%. Abercrombie and Fitch down 
35%, saying earnings an absolute disaster, slashing sales outlook, expenses. They're saying, here's a new word. You know, we're talking about new words for depression. Here's new words uh, for layoffs. Ready for this? This was the uh, Abercrombie CEO. They're, the retailer will manage its expenses tightly. Yes, we're going to manage it tightly. That, that means you're fired. Okay, and, and again, I've been telling you this: this underbelly of this economy is is, is really reflective. A lot of these stocks, apparently, and, and I want to say Snap as an example, it's down eighty six percent in the last less than a year. I mean, you can see. Uh, how it's going. Of course, Snap said, well, yeah, we're going to look at our hiring. That was another one. Look at it. You know, because they were hiring like, hire, hire, hire. Oh, wait, stop. Stop. You know it's bad when Walmart says we've got too many people. It's Walmart. <laughs> it's real. How, what do you mean you got too many people? Right? There's always those jobs they, they, they can't, you know, push a broom, clean up the bathrooms, go get the carts, right? Have a checker. Of course, you know, you got, you got self-checkout now. But, the, the uh, uh, again, this is the pattern. And you're seeing, and, and, and think about the devastation it does. And I feel terrible for the guy, you know, if you're my age. Right? I'm, in my, I'm 51. I mean, I'm supposed to be, this is what I'm supposed to be, you know, super saving here. Right? I've got one kid done with college. i got one guy, got one kid left. got a couple of years left. How about the guy that's 55? Hey, all my kids are done. Right? Now, this is when i got to start really yeah. putting it away. And you're just getting black. How about the guy, he's 62. Man, you were feeling pretty good last year, weren't you? You were hoping I was just full of baloney. The problem is, here's the bad part. Let's just say you just turned 62. I hate to tell you what it's going to look like when you're 63. Because there's a lot more to go on this. How about uh, U.S. automakers? You know, I know this is, again, this fantasy that they oh, used car prices are starting to fall. Because they fell like one month. Yeah, they went back up. They went back up. New uh, new cars, though. Tesla, Cadillac, Toyota, right? I mean, everybody saying we have to raise prices, and they're saying due to changing market conditions. The market conditions aren't changing. Everything's getting more expensive. How is that change? It's the same condition. And they're saying that rising commodity costs, rising fuel costs, rising labor, you, you get the, the drift. And, and now they're saying, oh, by the way, this whoever, whatever genius decided that we needed to start making all these cars electric, yeah, we got a big problem. You know, I think there's a correlation, Joe, with the NASDAQ falling harder than the other two because, uh, you know, it's nice to have all the little gadgets and, and conveniences, but when food and fuel become very expensive and difficult, you drop those devices. I, I wonder how many times the NASDAQ yeah. has gone down in the past correlating with food and fuel problems. You want to know another liar today? Best Buy. They didn't fall 32% because their CEO said, yeah, I mean, you know, sales are, are, are slowing. 
But we don't see a recession. Yeah, okay. Wait, time for a new CEO. <laughs> That's what I'm going to tell you. Hey, Best Buy, give me a call. We'll, we'll talk about it. Tesla. This one's going to be important. Uh, Elon Musk, uh, Tesla's been getting obliterated, and, and rightfully so. But they announced that they are going to return today to the pre-lockdown production schedule. They got a main plant in Shanghai, and I just bring that up. That just means there you go. This this is it. China's getting ready to start reopening, and man, we are going to be faced with this horrible double whammy of everything here slowing, and all of a sudden, five hundred million people are going back to work in China. And not just going back to work. Okay, you can actually leave your apartment. You can actually leave your house. Right, these people haven't been been able to leave their house in like six, eight weeks. So a flood of demand coming from there. So we're going to get a, this double whammy of of higher energy costs and all of a sudden lower consumption happening, uh, and and none of this setting up for a very good summer. You would think that they open up and uh, there'd be more goods and services. You know, maybe slow down that inflation. But who's going to buy the stuff that's suddenly going to be coming? Then people aren't buying the the little bit that's that's out there. Well, you know, we get we're, we need demand destruction. I keep talking about it, but yep. now here's the sad part. We're, I think we're going to start seeing it. Yep. But China's going to pick it up, so there is no destruction. Right. Right. This is the problem. Right. This is a huge problem. Uh, and again, I think it's just really beholden on what is yet to come. Uh, the Fed. This and again, this was all caused. By the central bank. This was their practices. Nobody told them to expand their balance sheet to $9 trillion. No one told them to do all those illegal operations that we found out a decade and a half later where they were very quietly bailing out all of these banks and making this bubble this much worse. And now all of a sudden, think about what I just said about new homes. New homes fell 17% in a month. That wasn't your, that's a month. And yet, the price didn't go down. It actually did the opposite. It went way up. They went from six-month supply in a month to a 10-month supply. That tells you how low. <laughs> did you sell any houses, right? Think about that. And yet, the price went up. Yeah, the fact that they hold a nine trillion dollar balance sheet to hold up their Ponzi scheme is bad enough. <laughs> it was good. Come on, I mean, I mean that's almost a third of the national debt. I mean that's to give it. Now here's the separate. Guess what? Two point seven trillion of that is mortgage backed securities. Yeah. And our housing market isn't as big as China's, it, and China's housing market's crashing. Hey, listen, the Fed can't sell them right now. They're, they're balance sheet runoff. They're just selling treasuries. You want to know why? Because there ain't a sane person in the world that wants to touch a mortgage-backed security right now. Maybe they'll buy twice as many mortgage-backed securities and dump twice as many. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Right? The balance sheet can come down, but you can you can bring up the mortgage-backed securities and try to hold, you know, save that thing while you're uh, selling off your balance sheet. Could very well be. I, that's a, you know what? I didn't, I didn't even think that uh, that that could very well be uh, one of those things. But but again, uh, it's a problem because they're already saying 
that uh, a lot of people don't even want to pay market for these mortgage-backed securities. And again, that's another. You, I'm just talking about indicators. When you hear stuff like that, when you hear stuff like that, that tells you we've got problems. Well, that's how big, too big to fail worked. Huh? They had to buy all those bad you know, mortgage. You know, they had to buy all the bad mortgages to float it through the Obama years, right? That's what they did. So they're already got it in their possession. So where is it going to end up? I, why do we feel like they'll, however much they sell off, it's going to be mostly, like you said, just just treasuries. Listen, this is a huge problem. And plus, people huge are thinking treasuries. The, the, the markets, the, the Wall Street, they love tre- treasuries. They think that's a flight to safety. So they might be able to sell those a lot easier. I'm going to say this right now. The banks are in big trouble here. I know Jamie Dimon yesterday with all of his uh, unicorns and rainbows, right? Oh, no, we're going to be fine. You know when you know it's trouble? When Jamie Dimon feels the need to go out on TV and tell you, oh, no, 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 it's going to be just fine. This is a rerun. This is exactly, don't, don't forget Two weeks before Bear Stearns went under, their CEO was on CNBC telling you how great his company was. Now, I'm not saying Jamie Dimon and Jamie Warren's going under in two weeks. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm telling you is the fact that he felt the need to try to say it tells you how much trouble there really is. When people are out there saying the Fed isn't selling any mortgage-backed securities, that's they've never done that. They've never done it. When they do their buying and when they do their selling of their balance sheet, it's always a mixture of treasuries and mortgages. Treasuries and mortgages. No mixture. Well, why would that be? Someone's not buying one of them. <laughs> That's why. That's exactly why. Having your money in the bank, I'm going to tell you right now, I've been warning you and warning you and warning you. I don't know how much time it is. I say, listen, I just said it won't be two weeks. It could be. I don't know. The day the market decides that's it, we're not buying, what happens? Right? You get the liquidity crisis, and all of a sudden, everybody starts panicking. I don't know when that's going to be, but, but it sure usually, looks like that's where we're headed. It's usually when some emergency pops up in the news cycle. So, yeah, which you've been saying October, which it doesn't matter. I'll tell you this. I was watching some stuff on Russia, the history of Russia last night. And, uh, man, you know, we, we, I, we actually could watch a, a full-scale war in Russia, not in Europe. In Russia, I actually I was watching the history. It's like Russia is kind of an unconquerable country because when they collapse, everything ends up going back to being Russia. It's just it's just the way the nature of that area of the world. So if you're going to create a, a huge emergency, well, what if Finland and, and Europeans sort of you know push in with uh, Ukraine? Maybe Ukraine doesn't not only just wins the war in Ukraine, they start going into Russia. Russia's collapsing, you know, that would be the news cycle, and, and suddenly you've got the biggest emergency you need. Well, it's, I'm, not, I'm sorry your home prices are collapsing and and, uh, and things are economically bad, but, hey, look what's going on in Russia. You know, Henry Kissinger was out. I, I didn't even know he was still alive. Still alive, right? man. Right? But he just, finally someone just said the truth. Ukraine, you need to give that land to Russia. Because up and before they redrew the maps, it was Russia. Yep. Right? Just give it back to him so we can end this whole thing. Of course, everybody freaks out. It's okay for Joe Biden to say, no, no, we're going to militarily defend Taiwan and China attacks. Everyone's like, what? But, again, 
this is this is the issue. I don't know when it's going to be. I don't know. But sign after sign after sign. How did we get to 10 months supply? When did that happen? Remember, we can't finish a home. Remember? Oh, we don't have the garage door. We don't have the washer. We don't have the dishwasher, the dryer, the cabinet. There's no point. We, we can't find the toilet. Now all of us, this thing, how fast this happened? Or it wasn't happening the way they were telling right, it was uh, uh, they, uh, By the way, we got 10 months worth of homes. A lot of people were selling, Joe, uh, in the last year or two, thinking, well, I'm going I'm to have this big pocket of cash. And uh, I, I don't know. I, I Man, I want to be wrong on this one. I'm, I'm not as confident in this one. But, man, do I got a bad feeling in the next 90 days this whole housing market's going to lock up. Pixel Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Just look at man. Price price premiums on silver going up again. Uh, just let uh, Connie and Brittany know I'm going to be changing prices of silver eagles. Man, what did we have them at last week? Seven twenty or seven thirty? Yeah. Uh, didn't we? Did we, I think we even got down to seven hundred one day or close yep. to it. Yep, right yep. now, 710, now yep. yeah, we're probably looking. Uh, I know right now. I think we're at seven. 45 or 750 it's got the premiums just jumped a dollar by the way uh uh silver over 22 bucks so we've been waiting for that one that's a big technical uh number for silver i've got a hundred and this is a gift i'm going to give you a gift today a hundred five dollar liberties at five hundred and ninety five dollars uh, based on this price sheet I just staring at everything that's on the website right now all those prices got to go up and they were 605 at the time so I got a hundred five dollar liberties 595 today and today only at 800 951 0592 of course we've seen huge just out Outrageous demand in this fractional market because so many people, me included, I absolutely uh, think this is exactly what's going to happen. We're going to a digital currency, and for those things you want to have that the government doesn't want you to have, you better have something to trade. And the biggest number one thing they're going to want, you got gold? Do you got silver? No? No thanks. No, thanks. You can't have it then. And this is why I think we're seeing this huge demand in the fractional market, Jason. Yeah, I've, I've talked to Joe over the few years I've been uh, with him here on Patriot. And uh, one of the things I noticed when 2018, 2019, when demand was a lot lighter for gold uh, for Patriot uh, since I've been here, you can buy a $20 gold piece for like 1250 you know, and, and, and now it's uh, it's 2200 or somewhere around there. And uh, we, how many times have we heard it? Well, the inflation you know, and then uh, the price is going up, but the uh, the the wages aren't going up. You know, so the money in your pocket is the same. The gold prices are going up. So instead of heavier demand for you know these one ounce gold pieces that we sell, now it's going to be the half ounce, and it drops down to the quarter ounce. And so, uh, you know, we used to we used to sell these I think in 2018 for like four hundred dollars. You know, for five dollar Liberty. And now we're at five ninety five on sale. That's, that's on because, sale. That's on sale, and, that, and I mean that's cl- that's close to where the ten dollars liberties were when I first came in. We had them under a thousand when I first came in. So, 
people aren't able to buy 2,000 gold. They weren't able to buy it, you know, several years ago. So they're getting what they can get because, you know what, if you hold it there, at least that money's protected, Joe. And I'm going to say, you know, and it's a really good point where what, what used to buy an ounce only buys a half ounce. A half ounce not only buys a quarter of an ounce. And, and the sad realities are because as Wall Street – because. When we talk about, you know, there's leading indicators, right, and there's lagging indicators. Wall Street's a lagging indicator. The Fed has proven to be a lagging indicator, right? These guys are always behind what they're saying. The economy, It never does it. It never gets anywhere close to as good. They, they, they paint the best picture possible, right? They're trying to, you know, Jay Powell's trying to do Bob Ross. The problem is he keeps screwing it up. And, and, and what we're going to be facing is, again, this rapid decline. And this is what gold always does, right? It always does it, okay? And everybody out there knows over the last two years, there's not a, I don't think there's a person in America that said buying gold's a bad idea, yep. right? Not one. But yet it's not 3000 Right? I mean, let's face it. Gold just fell over a hundred dollars what a few weeks ago. Now I'm starting to get it back, but you're like, what what? Because they want to be delusional. The second the delusion ends with Jim Kramer, they know nothing and Wall Street won't open on Monday, and all of a sudden, bam gold puts on a thousand. And to Jason's point, okay, well, man, well, you used to be able to buy a 20. Now you're only going to be able to buy a 5. At least right now, you know, that 20 is a 10 and the 10 is a 5. I, I got a bad feeling this time next year, you're going to be saying the same thing, but saying, man, I remember when I first started here, uh, that price on the $5 liberty, that's what a 20 used to cost. Yeah, we bought a, I bought a 20 in 2018 from Jason in Colorado for twelve fifty. Now it's thirteen hundred dollars for a fight all liberty. Right, right. So here, here at five ninety five, get all you can at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. And and again, right now the Dow's down about five hundred points. Remember yesterday's six hundred point rally, all done away. Uh, the big news came out of the housing market, uh, where the the new home sales. Uh, what do you call that? It's got to be collapse. You know, when, when you fall almost 17% in a month, uh, inventory spike. But once again, and remember, I told you, this is not your old school depression we're going into. This is a new one. Whatever, you know, we didn't have a depression because they printed too much money. How about a double depression? Right? They didn't print, <laughs> they didn't print too much money because the money was still gold. Right. So they got rid of it, right? They finally are able to get rid of it. This is going to be a depression like no other, where all of a sudden you have horrible shortages. Because very easily, how many farmers are going to go out of business? And I'm not just talking here at home, but this is a global. Hey, we all of you are starting to realize real quick, uh, we can't even feed ourselves right now without the rest of the world, because that's how codependent we've made our country. And, and now all of a sudden, uh, 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 up, 
the, the Ukraine farmer can't farm, and all of a sudden we've got a shortage. Yeah, the news is out that there's uh, 10 weeks of wheat storage left in Europe. <laughs> That's, that doesn't bode well for us because, like Joe said, we, if we run out we need, or if we can't supply the people that are buying it from us, it dries up. It gets really bad. They're talking about energy prices could be 5 to 10% of your income. That's nuts. There was a major power outage last weekend in Denver. Be ready. Half the country, no one wants to hear this, but it's true. Half the country's at risk of power failure. Yep. I was, I was at a wedding, Joe, and one of the grooms was like, yeah, man, my power's been out all week. And he's, he's at the wedding seeing if his power's come back on, checking in. That's in the Denver area, power outage. You know, I'm sure they, there's some excuse for it, but, you're like, you know, Joe, we, uh, there's always going to be some excuse when things aren't working, right? It's always going to be something to point it at. Right, right. It's always, oh, it's this problem and that problem. We need an investigation. It was a bird. It was a bird on a transformer, right? It's a bird. It's a plane. Squirrel. <laughs> it's the spotted owl. We'll be right back. 800-951-0592. U.S. $5 Liberty gold pieces. These are the older ones, 1866 to 1907. At five hundred and ninety-five dollars, uh, gold continues uh, to rally back here, uh, up for the fourth day in a row now. Eighteen hundred and sixty-seven dollars uh, silver, uh, just over twenty-two dollars. So that's a good technical number. Let's see if uh, silver can close above that twenty-two dollar number. Unfortunately, silver premiums. Just jumped to die. I mean, just happens just that fast, right? I get an email, right? So this morning, silver premiums were where they were yesterday, and all of a sudden today, oh, add another dollar to the premium. I mean, it, this is this is how tight these physical markets truly are. Uh, I don't want to say the paper price is irrelevant, but it, in silver, it is. It's absolutely irrelevant. Uh, in, in the gold market, it still has some value, but but still not not like it used to be. And, and again, this is another when we talk signs. This is another sign of how broken the markets are. Uh, gas, diesel fuel, jet fuel. But they can tell you oil's a hundred and ten. But what does that mean when they're throwing a fifty dollar premium? To make gasoline or diesel, Jason. Man, I uh, I, I, was, I checked the gas prices more since, especially since we got the little gas station here, Joe. And uh, Joe was talking yesterday about, well, you know, hey Arizona, it's a lot cheaper here, but uh, it doesn't feel too cheap here. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's expensive, man. I uh, I just I'm so happy I'm doing what I'm doing when it comes to fuel prices because I used to put uh $400 sometimes $500 a month in gas in my car as I was driving 60,000 miles a year I couldn't imagine if I had a job oh, man, like that now. imagine what that would cost I mean it's it's just I mean I, I it's funny cuz uh, the, the, you know it's it's rigged in a way that uh the more you seem to get ahead the more they take it from you Joe it's so it's so hard uh for the so-called American dream to happen when it's like they hit you from all sides you know I I think we're getting ready for the lost decade of stocks here you know, when you look at um, one of the things, you know, one of these obscure rules that they changed way back when, I want to say it was in the 80s, when they 
allowed for stock buybacks? Do you know that 40% of this record run that we went on was attributed to just companies buying back their stock? And only 30% of it was from actual earnings uh, and and, uh, 7% from dividends. Uh, 21% of it was big companies gobbling up little companies. That's right. Right, that that was your economic growth. Well, now earnings are done. Are you right? Earnings right now. Let's face it, the earnings are getting taken out to the woodshed, right, and getting getting their backsides beat in. And now all of a sudden, uh, the stock buybacks. I mean, you're going to get the apples and the Amazons and the Microsofts, right? They'll they'll do their buybacks. But what about these other companies? Right, and again, this is a much different regime this time around for most people that are are still breathing. This is going to be a brand new stock market, and what I mean by that is all these guys out there, and they're trying to convince you to keep putting your money in it, keep doing it, keep doing it. Because, hey, eventually it's going to come back. And and they're, they haven't been wrong. right? Go back to, to 87. Go back to the tech bubble, the financial. right? It's always rallied back. But because of debt creation by the central bank. And with inflation roaring, you can't do it. Right? What's Jay Powell going to do when gas is five, six dollars a gallon? We're getting ready to head into re- the best case scenario is he stops raising rates. Yep. That's it. Can't go back to zero. What he really needs is more quantitative easing. Can't do that either. This is going to be to Jason's point, and we used to see this in the past. When you go back, go back to that Great Depression. Right, we went what almost two decades, twenty five years, right, twenty seven years, right. We we did it again in the sixties, right. The same thing. We this is going to be common. We're going to be. I don't want to say Japan, you know, because let's face it, Japan. What, what are we on year forty, and they're still nowhere close to where they used to be. England, but probably yeah, that's probably the better example. This is not going to be, and this is why I said I hate it. For you, us guys, you're, you're in your 40s and your 50s, 60s, even worse. And I, I, I just, I'm begging people that they won't listen. But call Joey; he's got better products that you don't have to rely on Wall Street here. But Jason, I could see easily 10 to 20 years, and we could still be talking about a Dow. And and right now the Dow's 31,000. We're not going to be at 31. I think we're actually going to be much lower than that. I, I really do. I I think there's a good chance that we're going to be talking about, you know, and I'm hoping, my fingers are crossed, that it's maybe Dow 20,000. Right. And if you look at the 25 years after 1929, that takes you to uh, 1954. And then not even a decade later, you have another 27 years. Okay. Or no, 27 years, then another 25 years. So there's only eight years difference in those, and when the S&P went down, for example, and then just stayed below that. So what do they do? Well, you don't think England wanted to stay the world reserve currency, the pound sterling? 
it took World War II for them to give it up, Joe. And then America had it, right? What's it going to take for America to give it up? What calamity is coming? Because uh, we haven't had that 25-year dip, Joe. Maybe it's going to be a 50-year dip. How painful could it really get? When, the, when all of this was created by debt creation, when you can't have debt creation because you have so much inflation, that certainly seems to make a lot of sense. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Final segment here on this Tuesday, uh, gold. I gotta, I, I'm getting old, getting old. Man, it's getting harder to read this stuff. 1868. Uh, right now on gold, up almost twenty dollars. Silver, uh, twenty two oh nine. The Dow, the Nasdaq are, are down today. Five dollar liberties uh, at five hundred and ninety five dollars on the gold side today at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Unfortunately, look for higher silver prices. Uh, premiums are up today. Uh, this is a good sign for silver. Hold, holds twenty two here. Uh, my guess is we're going to see silver come back as well, along with gold back in 23, 24. Uh, and, and again, uh, almost irrelevant what the spot price is, but we got to report it. So that's what we do. But, but Jason, you know, and you've said this a bunch. You're almost saying like a mini dark ages for stocks. Right. Right. Because since really 1971, the stock, stocks have been able to overachieve because the central bank has very loose money policy, which is spread to the government, right? Because let's face it, the government as well. Think about 1971, the debt was $400 billion. Well, people hear the term dark ages. It sounds like some horrible thing where uh, nobody has electricity. Think of it as a the Roman Empire reset. That's what happened. The dark ages were ushered in. That doesn't mean we're going to have 700 years like they had. But 50 to 100 years, it could very easily happen. A, 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 a time and in, in place where you have lords and peasants. And it sure feels like that's where we're headed. I, in my lifetime, lords and peasants, that's where we're headed. And I'd rather be on the, uh, the upper end of that. And, and again, talking about, hey, you don't own anything. Yep. Uh, homes, it's, we're kind of already there. Yep. Uh, we're very, very quickly, uh, we're, we're getting dangerously close to saying half the people in the country don't own a home. Cars. So expensive, it's, right? You're going to get least, picked up. You're going to get picked up by a driverless the, car. The, you're not going to own right, it. The, the lease thing, right? No, uh, people not even owning a vehicle. Uh, you know, the the uh, the energy, the cost of energy, uh, and this is really what they needed. They need oil to be $200 a barrel. They need gas to be 8 bucks because that way when you get your electric stuff, the cost will be comparable. Yep. Seriously. Because that's what's going to happen. A double depression. How's that? Yeah, and it, it's called it a, a double, double depression. A double depression. That's what I think it's a whole uh, but, but, uh, but I think, yeah, the, the days where you got these huge re- Wall Street returns, just, it's not, they can't, right? Unless, uh, again, I guess the only way they could get like Dow 50,000 is, I guess, minimum wage would have to be 30 or $40, yeah. right? Get uh, a new home's a million bucks. Uh, it's all a, just numbers. A it's car's 250,000, right? I mean, that, right? I mean, yeah. that's, that's what we're looking at. It's just a number, but if you have an ounce of gold, it's a cow. There's, there's, there's equilibrium when you own things. And, uh, it doesn't matter. 250,000 for a car. What is that? It's a number. 
Did you get washed out by that number? That's that's what you got to ask yourself. We're gonna we're gonna have a Roman Empire reset ushered in by a double depression. How's that, Joe? Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. God bless everybody.